1: Go. There's a man open left side. Touchdown. Yes. 10 5
2: touchdown!
0: It's touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst.
1: 301-230-0980. That's how you get to us here. Russell and Medhurst. We're here every day, 9 to noon. If you're new, glad to have you. Please feel free to participate at 301-230-0980 or jump in. On Twitter, at Russellmania621, at Pete Medhurst, we understand you're at work at this time of day. Sometimes you got to process those orders. you got to sell that stuff. You may not have time to jump on the phone lines, but you can drop a quick tweet to us. Is this a fruitless exercise for the Washington football team this week? Look, the entire world thinks Philadelphia is going to win this game. The only guys that think they're going to win are the guys out in Ashburn right now. But as the NFL tells us each and every week, just when you think you know, you may not know. We'll see if Washington rises to the occasion and see how Philadelphia handles winning. But if Washington has a chance, what is it? 301-230-0980. Let us know this morning here on touchdown at 10 right here on Russell and Medhurst here. And, you know, Chris, ultimately, if they do have a chance in your mind, give me one thing that Washington either has to do or Philadelphia has to contribute to. To get Washington a victory.
3: There's not one thing, but if I had to just give you one thing, it would be forcing turnovers. They have one turnover through two games on defense, Mm -hmm. right? They've been been good on third down statistically. They gave up some big plays, though, on third down, uh, a couple of them, uh, including the DeAndre Swift 22-yard touchdown, sit down, catch, fall down, nobody near him and run, you know, whatever. They've been much better on third down. They had a sustained coordinated pass rush in week one. We know the other problems. The one turnover they have is Derek Forrest, Defoe, late in the Jacksonville game off of the big-time pressure by Montez Sweat, and he could have gotten away with I – mean, he may have gotten away with a late hit. To me, the only chance that I legitimately give the commanders to win this game is if they forced three turnovers. If you want one thing, you have to have three turnovers, in my opinion, in order to give yourself a a legitimate and, and that might not even be enough, but a legitimate big time chance to win. I think you got a. You got
1: to keep Philadelphia under 100 yards rushing. To me, that's the that's one of the big things right o- right off the top. But also, the one thing that you got to be concerned about right now is, I think. Carson Wentz is going to be jacked up to play this game. And I need Carson Wentz to just stay within himself. Can't have any turnovers this week. I mean, he's turned the ball over in both games. I can't have those this week. Can't, can, they've got to be darn near perfect offensively. Mm-hmm. Look, Chris, they might have to win this game 45-38. It's, it's that, to, me, to me, that's the way they're winning this game with how depleted they are on the defensive side. Right now, from a look, I know John Allen's gonna play and he's gonna try and gut it out like he did last week, but I, I that that defense, there's not a lot of depth right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, you know, Ridgeway's gonna probably play a lot, you're gonna see that guy a lot on the field, probably, unless he just you know looks like you know, doo doo in practice this week. But that guy's gonna be a significant player, by the way. Uh, reading last night. Uh, Federian Mathis was the sixth-ranked tackle heading into this draft. Yes,
3: Ridgeway was was seventh.
1: So, in theory...
3: Whose rankings was that? Was that NFL Doc? I can't remember who.
1: I can't remember off the top of my head.
3: Maybe Jeremiah. I can't remember. Either way.
1: But I I looked it up. A couple people had those two guys in the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't an outlier.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So, in theory, you're getting a guy that could be serviceable as a reserve behind Payne uh, and behind... Um, Jonathan Allen. The yeah. question is, how does he play technique-wise and what they're doing? And and physically, what kind of a football player is he? Because just hadn't been able to get on the field in a regular season game uh, for the Cowboys here and, and really have uh, a chance to impact anything. So you really don't know what that guy is. It, what's weird is, and you brought this up too, the Cowboys roster construction here mm-hmm. contributed to him being available because... They've had other issues at so many other positions that they've had they had no choice but to expose this guy, uh, you know, to waivers. And Washington alertly put in a claim. There were multiple claims. I mean, this is like a good racehorse that gets put in a claiming race, and there's like six trainers that go, "Oh yeah, I want that horse in my barn." Well, there were multiple teams, the Eagles included, as you pointed out last hour, uh, that had claims in on John Ridgeway. So. This may be somewhat of a blessing in disguise for Washington, you know that they're gonna get a guy that might be a serviceable football player on the street. that doesn't happen usually during the course of the regular season. I mean, if you get that guy, it's blind luck. This might be a stroke of blind luck for Washington because they need desperate help at that position right now. But Chris, my the my, the, the way for them to win and and I'm probably jinxing it right here by saying it. They've got to win this game 45-38, 42-38, 42-35, something like that. Wentz in the offense has just got to play a one of those games. They've got the people to do it, but it takes a, a lot of perfection to do that. And that group has been anything but perfect over the first two weeks of the season. But there's possibilities. They have the arsenal to outscore Philadelphia. To me, that's the only way they win it.
3: My guy, uh, our guy, not my guy, Captain Todd at Mm -hmm. Todd Island uh, is with you. He says he gives them a 20% chance, but we will have to score 40 to win most likely. I think uh, even though this offense is way, way, way better and much more explosive, we've still seen these dreadfully long stretches of ineptitude or inefficiency, and again, I think it's only going to get maybe worse without Chase Roulier. and again, remember, uh, Schweitzer is no guarantee to be ready for this th- th- this Wednesday, uh, this Sunday, I should say. I I think you're begging for trouble if you're saying, "Hey, the only way we can win this game is by 40 points." That's why I went with the turnovers or the takeaways. Like you're saying, and you're absolutely right. You cannot turn the ball over if you're Carson Wentz. He's already got three. He's already got almost half of the interception total that he had all of last year in 17 games. Not only can they not turn the ball over, but again, they've got to get the takeaways. And for that reason, I don't see it being like a 40, you know, 40 to 37 type shootout. I think, I think you can live around 30 if you're the commanders, 30 to 27, 31, 28, so somewhere saying, in that range, so if, you, if you commit it, or if you get the takeaways that you desperately okay, right. need to level the playing field
1: with. My point is you're now asking the defense in its depleted form, even when it's healthy – it's not exceptional in terms of consistent execution but now you're asking a group that's reasonably depleted to to get four five stops in some way against philadelphia either via you know downs or turnovers in this contest i mean
3: i mean i, I mean like is that too much to ask this it's is a this is a defense with dude, five. I, not, I know Chase Young is not there.
1: I know what Five you're first saying. round picks. Yeah, but Jonathan Allen <laughs> is is not 100. percent I know. Okay.
3: I mean, can we make a freaking stop? Can we not allow a 49 yard play, a 58 yard play, a 52 yard punt return? Chris, a 3rd and 15, 22 yard touchdown where somebody's sitting pitching a you know a I don't I don't know, a, a, a I don't know how much beach?
1: I don't know how much youth football you played, but when a man is laying on the ground and is able to get up and run 22 yards across the field to a touchdown after laying on the ground with yep. possession of the football. It's not good. That is that is that is not good, my friend. And the one guy that seemed to be hustling the most after him just got released yesterday, Donovan Jeter. It's been great to have you here for a week. Your check will be in your direct deposit. Yeah.
3: Bobby it, McCain was like a fish out of water on that particular uh, pursuit, too. He was right, like, but totally I, over Yeah, I, I
1: want to see where he came from, though. And that's why, again, there... There's got to be some context to some of the criticism, uh, in and that's why the all twenty-two that comes out today that the the public gets a chance to see. Obviously, you pay for it, but uh, thanks to our guy Ross Rudder, um, you know I'm going to have a chance to look at that, and and you got to see the context of where some of these guys are coming from to see who may have had responsibility, as you're talking about pursuit angles and things of that nature. But a man on a long developing play. Cannot cannot be on the ground and then get up. Chris, it's not like he just had to get up and walk You know, two yards into the end zone. He caught the ball and crossed the field from outer third to the far hash mark and scored yeah. virtually untouched. Defensive pl- from the time you're in youth football. My guy Darian Maples out there, Demetrius Ballard, all these guys are teaching kids right now. We need 11 hats getting to the football. And Washington had none on a guy that was started on the ground and ran across the field. So I mean, these are fundamentals you're taught at an incredibly young age uh, in this game, and they don't do it. They 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 didn't do it, and now you're going to face a team that is hitting on all cylinders. You know, this is a V8 engine, okay. This is like my guy Ike Riggs putting his 357 Cleveland in a Maverick where he cut out the firewalls where we were in high school. I mean, this is, this is an offense that is percolating on all cylinders, as you pointed out very deeply in the first hour. Jonathan Ganyon's defense is playing at a very good level right now. I know they gave up some cosmetic points in Detroit in the second half there, but last night against what you know is an offense that can percolate, they turned the football over. They stopped Minnesota. They kept Minnesota from getting back in the game. They didn't do what you know Detroit did where they let Washington back in the game. They never let Minnesota breathe last night. And that was the impressive thing. We talk all about all this offense, but this Philadelphia defense is decent, too. And we talked about Chris, you talked about it in the preview. You mentioned the fact that the defense for them was going to be better. And, and so far last night in a primetime spot, they showed up mm-hmm. and showed out. And remember... The more they work, Slay, with C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Bradbury, the new—I mean, new or Woodbury rather—the new guy, Bradbury rather—the new guys, they're those, that defense is going to get even better in the back end. Right, that's the scary thing. They're going to get better in the back end as they play more together. So, you know, I mean, that, that's the that's the thing that scares you. You've got to throw the ball effectively to beat them, and. Sometimes Carson is going to take that risk and try to throw that ball in there. I'll be fascinated to see how Philadelphia, you know, covers this week. How do they use Slay? Uh do they use him as just field or the boundary guy? Do they and I'll go watch some of the all twenty-two from last night to see that because how Scott moves Terry around, moves Dotson around, stacks him in the diamond, try, you know, three-stack, four-stack if you put him in a diamond. I mean, I think that's going to be
3: why don't they do that yeah why don't they do that more because that seems to be like the, the commanders can't figure mm-hmm. that out. I'm on Ross St. Brown. We knew they were going to struggle out of the bunches. So they they ran a bunch of a couple of bunches and well, you know, that happened on the, on, be, the on the big 49-yard reception yeah. or early early in the game. Why don't you do that like if you can't get anything going on offense early? And we saw it on the first drive against Jacksonville with that four stack Formation to the left of Wentz. Remember on the first drive and they scored a touchdown. Why don't we do that? If you can't get anything going, to hopefully try and create a natural pick, a natural rub to maybe put Bradbury maybe on Bradbury's side. Mm-hmm. Um, only, you, you know I, why don't why don't you do that if the offense is stuck in in neutral here's or my in only reverse? Thing. The
1: only problem with that though is Chris, if you do that consistently, you're really. You're really playing with one third of the field. And that's true. You're that's you're true. really asking Carson Wentz to potentially put balls into some tight windows. That's true. And that could be a problem. I mean, yes, if say one of those guys emerges from that bunch and comes open, say on a slant inside the hash mark and Wentz hits him on the run, boom, you get a big play. Yeah. But you do that too much, defense makes an adjustment, that's adds true. an extra body over in there, linebacker that knows what the hell he's doing. You know, he gets in that passing lane.
3: Can you do it three? You can do it three on one side, one on, on one isolated, probably against Slay, maybe on the what, other side. What I and like, then... and you
1: saw this a little bit the other day, the one route down inside the red zone where Scott put Gibson out to the left, and they hit him. Mm-hmm. See, I think that's I think Gibson in that form, and that use, that's why you need Brian Robinson yeah. back because you can utilize Gibson. As pseudo fourth wide receiver, yeah. and Scott's been very creative about getting the ball in his hands where he can excel. Right, routes like that, or where I still think Antonio Gibson is going to be able to thrive within this offense. As soon as you get Brian Robinson back, and you can attack people in a much different way.
3: Well, you could have basically like three receivers on one side. You could and have then two Antonio on the get- other
1: with Gibson on that being the second guy on that side of you. You go empty backfield,
3: right? You could do that. Now, I don't know if you want to go empty backfield with no Chase Roulier and, and, again, that aggressive um, well, pass I'm, rush I'm, coming I'm, uh, in. Yes,
1: that's that's a bit of a concern.
3: But <laughs> if you wanted to, you could do three on one side. Antonio Gibson lined up either on the on, on isolated on the one side, meaning a three-by-one, mm-hmm. kind of like what I was talking about, right, where you still have three, one, that's four, Carson, five. You have an offensive line, five, that's ten, and it's still a tight end in to help block, or you could have a second running back if you wanted to stay in for pass protection, i.e. a J.D. McKissick, and again, maybe split the backfield, have Antonio leak out to the opposite side. You know, you could do different things. Well,
1: and also remember, if you're putting three on one side and one on the other, you put your best guy that wins man-to-man as the single guy on the other side, Mm -hmm. and that guy... You either force Slay to go with that guy individually, because Slay's got to be their best man guy. Yeah. So oh, by far. Slay either goes with that guy, or like if you isolate Dotson or McLaren, one or the other, those guys are going to win one on one a good percentage of the time. So, you know, Scott's gotta Scott's gotta dictate to the defense. He's gotta put them in conflict. And putting multiple wide receivers you know, to one side allows you to at least get a matchup that you like in a one-on-one situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you put three dudes on one side, that guy on the other side for Philadelphia has got to be left man-to-man. Now, if that's Slay against Dotson or McLaurin, then...
3: Well, you take your chances, too. You take your chances. I mean...
1: But if I don't know if
3: I don't know if it'll be Logan Thomas in a three by one where you're asking him to beat Darius Slay, right? No, but, but no, you could th- no. But, it, but it's, either, point, it's either could,
1: Dotson or McLaurin. Right. I, I put my best guy. I put one of my best guys as the
3: single guy out there. Could Antonio Gibson shake Darius Slay if that's the coverage, right? If, if it's Slay,
1: Antonio Gibson, it's I don't think it's going to be Darius Slay. Darius Slay's going wherever Dotson gonna go, and McLaurin. He, yeah, he's going to go.
3: Yeah, right. He's if if
1: they there. do that, then we're going to get. Dotson or McLaurin open out of that stack right. on the other side. Right, right. I mean, I don't think there's any question about right.
3: that. Because then you're asking if it's the only question is going to be Gibson whether Wentz, Wentz gives side. you an accurate throw. Right, but if it's if it's Antonio Gibson on the non-three side, or even Logan Thomas or J.D. McKissick, whether it's out of the backfield or out of the slot, they're probably drawing a linebacker or a safety, mm-hmm. right? A- and maybe it's um, maybe it's Chauncey Gardner Johnson, right? Could be who they just picked up. Uh, maybe. You got to
1: hope you don't punch him in the face yeah, when the play is e- over with.
3: Exactly, exactly. Speaking of punching in the face, we, we didn't have a chance to get into it uh, yesterday. And we, we see you, uh, actually, let, let's save it. We got to get into the Mike Evans uh, you know, thing mm-hmm. with the Bucs and, and, and the Saints, uh, but we got a bunch of calls. So why don't we hit up the calls, 301-230-0980. What percentage chance do you give the commanders? I give them – I'm going to throw a number at you, and I want your reaction to this. I give them a 30% chance of winning this game. Mm. I do not I do not see this game as a blowout. I do not see this game as carnage and wreckage. I think I like them in this spot after getting mauled in Motown.
1: Put your Howard Bernstein, Chucky Bell. The camera hat on here. Football meteorologist Chris Russell says Washington has a 30% chance this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. What say you? What's your percentage? How did they do it? 301-230-0980. Streaming live for free. Take us with you everywhere you go all the way to noon right here on the Odyssey app. 301-230-0980 that's how you get to us here on the team 980 as always russell's dum-dum of the day coming up a little bit later on this morning you can submit yours for future dum-dums of the day at russellmania621 on twitter chris will give him a look and if you want to bring him in he'll be He'll be glad to use yours.
3: I think Matt Essig has today's selection.
1: Mm. I'll just
3: I like tee it. it up like that. It has something to do with hogs.
1: <laughs> I just read a story, too. Uh, <laughs>
3: yes, you did. <laughs>
1: how about this? Real quick, just before we get to the calls. Meteorologist in New York uh, gets fired because he went on an adult website uh, because he's he's gay and he acted out sexual impulsive behaviors on an adult website. Now he's trying to sue uh, to find out who leaked the photos. I mean, if you go butt naked on a public website, uh, just like you know, your friends on what's the what's the website you always talk about, fans only? Only fans. Oh, only fans. Uh, fan- I, 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 I always forget. You know what I miss right now on TV when I'm watching games? The ads for FarmersOnly.com.
3: Farmers Only. You know,
1: the guy that gets the real hot chick... Uh, driving his tractor and everything like that, as he's chewing some hay uh, out of his mouth. But Listen, uh,
3: here, here's the deal. I'm just gonna be put totally blunt with you. You don't need to go on fans only, onlyfansfarmersonly dot com. All you need to do is drive around Southeast Washington D.C. in the morning. <laughs> the The talent that's on display is just out of this world. Mm. Just gonna say. Just Th- gonna say.
1: Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. We go to the phones. Asking you, how does Washington, what percent, you're the meteorologist, what percent chance do you give them this week? And if so, how? Let's go to Chubb in D.C. What's up, Chubb?
4: Yeah, hey, how you doing? Good. What up, Chubb? Uh, Yeah, look, guys, um, we we focus on the lack of defense that we have, but we need to focus on our offense. Our offense uh, has played two quarters, in each of the two games, and they've scored 27, 28 points, respectively. I think if we can keep the Philadelphia offense off the field, we we will have a 40% chance to win this game. Uh, our defense will make enough plays if our offense performs at 100% efficiency. That's I, my take.
1: Yeah, and Chubb, I'm with you. I mean, that was, that was my point. Appreciate the call. That was my point. I, I think they've got to go – uh, guns ablazing, and it's got to be 45-34, 45-38, you know, 42-35, something like that. To me, that's how Washington wins this game. It's got to be darn near perfect on offense. Let's go to line two. Derek's up next. What's up,
5: Derek? Good morning, gentlemen. Love this show. Um, before hey, I really? give my percentage, before I give my percentage, um, Jack Del Rio seems to be a very stubborn individual, and I think he's not going to make any changes. So at the beginning, of before the begin before the first game of the season, I never really had any concerns about the offense. It was the defense and the, and the lack of um, just lack of being able to implement changes that, you know, may work. And I do like the concept of having a spy on him, but I would rather do a combination of as many in coverage and a spy, but it can't just be any person spying him. It has to be an individual that understands angles and as far as my percentage there's so much miscommunication on the defense there's 11 men on defense right yeah so my percentage is 11 percent one (sighs) percent each man because there's too much miscommunication now we have coaches pointing out one individual individual is supposed to be a team game and now the defense and, and Jack Darrell's actually become a distraction. So if they get their doors blown off, which I expect they will, um, you're going to see maybe a locker room starting to separate from each other. And I really don't want to see that, but I'm just being realistic. So there it is.
3: Yeah, appreciate, appreciate the phone it. call. You know what's interesting, Pete? Normally with so much chaos and 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 craziness and disappointing play. You normally see a ton of finger pointing and, and hear a lot about rifts and all that. Even after the stupid, ridiculous January 6th comments that Jack made, nobody publicly and even somewhat privately that reporters were able to talk to ever really came out blasting Jack or like, Oh, we can't play for that guy. They like him. They like him for whatever reasons they have. And you heard Jonathan Allen. We talked about this yesterday. When Jonathan Allen met with the media in the 11 o'clock hour, he said, I don't like blaming coaches. Like, fans and media love to blame coaches for everything instead of Pointing the finger of blame at the but, real I mean, cause. Look,
1: that's why I love John Allen. John Allen is a you know, John Allen is a prideful guy. John Allen is about it. This is us. We're the ones on the field playing the game. Yeah. Okay. We know what we're supposed to do, and and unfortunately, right now they're not doing it as consistently as they need to do it. And you know, what what do we talk about right now with young people? Every time, every time, every time a young person gets in trouble in school. You know, it's never it's never the kid's fault. It's the teacher's fault. It's the assistant principal's fault. You know, it's the principal's fault. They don't like my kid. No, it's your kid's fault. Okay, the common denominator is your kid. If Mm -hmm. he ends up in the principal's office three times, you know, one time, eh? Two times, eh? Three times, it's your kid. Okay, it's the players. Rod's in Landover. What's up, Rod? Hey, hey, what's
4: up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Look, man, the Eagles is a whale oiled machine. And um, I give the Washington the the com- 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 Commanders, I give them a, like uh, a 1% chance if that much.
3: I a think- 1% chance?
4: Wow. 1%. 1%, 1% Hit <sighs> me out, right, fans. Hit me out. I, I can almost willing to bet that at some point in the game the Eagles will be up by 21 points. Now, whether, whether they win by that much, the Redskins may come back or whatever, but they will be up some point in the game by twenty one points. I think this team and I'm talking about the commanders, I think they're gonna be mentally uh I think they're gonna be mentally messed up because when they're gonna come out there they're gonna see seventy percent of the fans, Eagle fans. I think I think the Eagles is setting up for the Fletcher Cox to have about six sacks. Um I think uh the commanders is not gonna be able to stop their running game. They're not gonna stop Jayna Hurts from throwing the ball. I think they're gonna blitz Consequence, bring the pressure I, I think they're just going to try to destroy Carson Wentz. They know him. He's a, it's almost reminding me of that game when, Vic, when, <laughs> when the Eagles had Vic and we had McNabb. I, I just, for some reason, I just got a feeling this is going to be a massacre. I, I think it's going to probably be one of those games that at the end of the game we may even be calling for them to put in the, the backup quarterback. I think it's going to really be that bad. Um, I don't trust this team at all. They, they don't play hard, and if they do
1: you gotta appreciate it rod let's go to line two littles up next what's up little
4: hey man thank you for taking
6: my call top of the morning gentlemen hey i'll pick you back off the last caller man and uh um, i'm gonna tell y'all it's kind of sad because you know we at home man we 99.9 of the fans in this area we know football you know pete we know football man and then um when you see you light in the middle like that, man, and they can't rectify it, man. You know, you know, you get a linebacker on on, on on an image like a Fletcher, a Fletcher, that with London Fletcher type, stubby, stubby type. These guys, man, I'm looking at the tape, man, they getting ride out the field six, seven eight yards down the field, man. Come on, man. It's, and it, it kinda hurt a little bit, Pete, because you know, they had they had the they had the opportunity, they had the money. You go out and get somebody, man. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about thing about football these days, you win games with the defense. Man, I I uh, man, our cornerbacks play seven, eight yards off the line. But look, man, I'm 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 gonna jump out there, man, look like a fool, and give them 35% chance of winning this game, man. And the only reason I'm gonna say that, man, because I, I tell you what, they gotta come with some kind of mem- they got man, they gotta have a tempo, man, where they just gotta keep pounding, pounding, pounding. pounding. And hope they draw them linebackers up where they can hit hit my tight end across the middle a lot. Another good omen is they got the tackle man, cause Philly man, Philly, I got Philly man. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. It's hard to say this. I'm gonna tell you a little story. I'm gonna make it quick. I was stationed in Austin, Texas, Texas. You know, and I used to see all the cowboy fans all the time. But I used to go to the horse, the dog track a lot, and make a little money waxing them cars, Pete. (laughs) <laughs> so back in the day, they said, why, 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 why are you a Washington Redskins fan? You know, when I tell them, Pete, because I was born with a team. Yep. And see the look on their face, they didn't know what to say, man. But the only thing I can say, fans, I'm going to tell you now, it's going to be rough, man. We got to get somebody in that middle because, man, the the, the the scuttle belt the is, man, you know, big old Cuzzo told me, we saw off in the middle, man. Well, I got to let y'all go, fellas. Appreciate you go, a little. Man. I mean,
1: look, the the, the thing is and and this is where getting anyone of, you know, substance to give John Allen a blow, that groin's not going to hold up over 52 snaps like he played this past week. It's just not. That's why you saw for one of the few times in John Allen's career, you saw John, you know, getting driven down the field a little bit. He just can't get leverage. He can't get those legs dug in the way he normally does because he's not 100%. He's gutting it out. I mean, he's trying to get he's playing on guts more than he is. Uh, ability at that point because he he wants to be out there because he knows his his guys need him right now. That's one of the few times you've ever seen Jonathan Allen get driven off the line of scrimmage and and lose the battle at the point of attack. But, I mean, it just goes to show you, even even as beat up as Detroit's offensive line was, if you're not right physically, there's nothing you can do there. Paulie's up next. What's up,
6: Paulie? Hell to the W. Good, Pete. What's going on, man? I am well. You Thank doing? you. Rufio, Rufio. Enjoy your
3: birthday, man. I did, Paulie. Thanks for the uh uh thanks for the tweet uh, and uh whoever that person was was um yeah. You Rufio. know, definitely listen, she is definitely the more attractive of the two of us celebrating a September 19th birthday. I could say that.
6: Hey, could uh, c- Pete he talking about Sonia Latham.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had, nev- I had I had never I had never heard of her before before that, but uh, I mean I, I'm not going to say Paulie, that I you
1: expanded his
6: horizons. Look, and that's exactly why you're not invited to the cookout, and Cousin Pete is.
3: Well, that's okay. I don't I, I I I can do my own cookout. I don't need you to cook for me. Paulie, he'll bring hey he'll bring his
1: he'll bring his, he'll
6: bring his uh, big green egg. Yeah, that, that, that's my point. You'll be at the cookout. Uh, you just won't be part of the cookout. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You'll be like Simmy. Is this like a? Is, is,
3: is, wait a second. Is this like another code word like last week's um, uh, gelato thing? Uh, or, no, I mean no. it was only a code, it was only a
6: code word to you. Everybody oh, okay. else knew what it was. Okay. okay? <laughs> hey, look. But being that you just said that about John Allen. And and, and I, Rufio was so quick to try to put that on DeRon Payne. You know what I mean? To put that put that that uh, Jonathan uh uh the Swift Jonathan Swift that uh, hit that run on the fifty yard run. Well, was that was, n- was
3: not Deron that. Payne completely blocked? No. It, it, he, no. Ron no. Rivera ad- no. admitted it yesterday as well. No. Yes. No. Yes. Watch no. the tape, Paulie.
6: Watch that thing. I, I did watch it over and over again. Okay. Payne drew, Payne drove his man two yards behind the line of scrimmage, stood him up. Jonathan Allen couldn't get off the block and close the gap, and, and right behind him was uh, um um. Fuller, who was just standing there with his thumb in his mouth instead of closing the gap also, and, and Swift cut back right in between those two. So that that, two, that was on them. Payne moved the line. Mm-hmm. Allen didn't because he's hurt, and that's another thing. If you hurt, sit down. We don't need no heroes. So I don't care if the guy behind you is two days off the street. You know what I mean? We had a quarterback that was six days off the street last year. Man, he had to play. If you hurt, sit down. We don't need no heroes. Period. Now, on this percentage thing, man, you know what I mean. First of all, we need a priest for exorcism. All right, we need to lock Jack Del Rio in the bathroom somewhere, <laughs> and somebody need to and somebody need to take Ron's analytic sheet away from him. <laughs> all right, and so I'm, I'm a liken this to the to the weather. You, you brought the meteorologists up, right? So I always say this is most one of the biggest thing of horse crap I ever heard in my life. When a meteorologist say there's a 50% chance of rain today, really? Isn't that a 50% chance of rain every day? Either going to rain or it's not. So in saying that, we got a 33.3% chance to win. The Eagles got a 33.4% chance to win. And then there's a 33.3% chance of a tie. There you go. Hail to the W, man.
1: Hail to the W, Paulie. Let's hope they're hoisting a W coming up this week. And, you know, to, to Paulie's point, the better teams – and we even saw this a little bit last night. You know, when you watch those two teams, corners not afraid to come up in run support and and, and play. And uh, by the way, shout out to Dane Jackson. Hope all is well with him. Uh, I think scary he got scene released this morning. Yeah, scary from... scene as he was taken off last night. But it appears certainly right now as as you mentioned with it's such a quick release that everything's going to be okay there. Uh, you know, for him. But you know, you're if you're going to come up there, come up there with with purpose. Come up there with passion. Come up there to make a play, because it's clear. I mean, DeAndre Swift is doing one thing. He's running up the field. Come on up there and take a shot at him. Okay, uh, if you if you go if you stand flat footed, you're not tackling him. Come up and attack him. Take your best shot. If he jukes you in the open field, he jukes you. But you've got to go attack him. You can't stand there flat footed hoping you're going to be able to tackle him because that's not going to happen uh, in open space. But you know, I will dis- I would disagree with this. Premise only with what Paulie said. John Allen at 80% is better than any guy off the street at mm-hmm. any time in this sport. I agree. I take my chances with 93 over anybody else. I agree. I'm not uh, setting no down what. John Allen. <laughs> I mean what I mean, I, happened. And look, John Ridgway yeah. could turn out to be a, a pretty good football player, yeah. a, a very good version of Tim Settler, Matt Ionitis. If he turns into anything better than that then you stole him off the waiver wire as a fifth-round pick this year from the Cowboys.
3: but More than worth a gamble.
1: John Allen at 80% yeah. is better than a lot of guys playing on the interior right now in the National Football League. More of your calls next. Your percentage. You're the meteorologist. Put your Doug Cameron hat on right now. Even though you may not look as good as Doug does, none of us do, you know, tell us, what's the percentage chance you give Washington this week? right now dial it up 301-230-0980 keep it live for free of course as always on the odyssey app chris has a look at what's happening
3: all right we'll start with some baseball news right here during the heart of the nfl season and reaction max scherzer last night back from the il wins his 200th game of his brilliant career many of them here in washington and delivered The Mets, a return to the playoffs for the first time since 2016. He was pulled while having a perfect game bid intact uh, as the Mets beat the Brewers 7-2 last night. Meanwhile, the Nationals losing in Atlanta. They'll try again, 720 tonight, 106.7, the Fan Nationals Radio Network. Of course, lots of Commanders uh, coverage and talk all morning long. The good news, Camp Curl cleared per John Kime and Penn Standig uh, of Odyssey DC and The Athletic. Uh, as Pete just mentioned uh, once again, and we've talked about the impact, John Ridgway on his way to Washington after being claimed former fifth-round pick uh, this year of the Dallas Cowboys out of Arkansas and Illinois State. Donovan Jeter, who was just signed a week ago and played on Sunday, waived by the team. And how about this? You remember Cole Beasley, how controversial he was with the whole COVID and the mask thing and whatever the bills let him go. The Bucks just signed him to their practice squad dealing with a uh injury situation of course to Chris Godwin, Julio Jones and Mike Evans suspended for this Sunday's game against the Green Bay Packers and PK Subban, Zdeno Chara calling it a career in the NHL and that's what's trending.
1: take a couple more calls on this your percentage chance you're the meteorologist what do you give washington this week against philadelphia 11 o'clock hour the continued fallout discussion over when to go for two and when not to go for two in the national football league all that and more coming up between now and noon right here on the team 980 in the odyssey app let's go to line three our man mark is in chevy chase what's up mark
7: Hey uh oh my niece Raina celebrated her birthday on the 19th her 19th birthday so there you go and then also happy my, birthday to her Yeah yeah then my mom celebrated her uh 80th birthday on the 16th so a lot of birthdays this month so uh
3: but <laughs> I You know what I you know what I've also always said about September birthdays right Boots got well, a knocking right around Christmas time in the new year and that's why there's so uh, many uh September birthdays. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, the the timeline does match up to what I'm talking about. You know.
7: I'm gonna stick to football on that note. Um,
3: (laughs) I just, Uh, I just made this incredibly awkward.
7: Uh, yeah, I I actually have a sister on the twenty eighth who has a birthday, no. so we okay. have lots of September birthdays. Well, there so you go. Good thing.
3: Good lots thing. lots of boots that? be knocking. But,
7: right, but, right. What, I, what I'm saying is uh, about this the game. I have no idea, no idea. Just like the snort, the snort coming in um, for kids. I have no idea what the chances are of the rescue, uh the Commanders winning on Sunday but I
1: did want to talk about nope. And the 15-minute clock just made Mark expire. Right if I didn't make so
3: many bad jokes about September birthdays, then uh, <sighs> he would have had time. Mark, if you want to call back in and finish
1: That's, up. where Should I Should I go here, Matty? Let's go to line one. You know who he is. Please welcome to the pulpit, Reverend T. What's up, Rev? Rev.
2: Man, what's going on, bro-bro? You know I've been listening to the callers, and I've been, you know, scrolling through the Twitters. I call it the Twitters. I don't call it the Twitters. I call it the Twitters, man. And, and, you know, I was pissed Sunday. And and, and, and y'all give me a, give me a minute because y'all ain't heard from me for a minute, but I was pissed Sunday. But I, I got to talk to my people right now. Oh, just like you was excited when they went one oh. Uh, now some of y'all ready to throw in the tab, 'cause Cause them Bama's one and one. Uh, if this was the ninth game of the season, I'd be real worried. Uh, if this was the trouble my mama was talking about, then we would be in trouble. If we were talking about the ninth game, the tenth game of the season, but right now they one and one. And and, and I said this on Twitter. Y'all can follow me at DC Hype Man because I am the people's hype man. Rev T. Uh, I said this, right? Listen here. You the gripe right and complain. What's this, Monday, Tuesday, this Tuesday? But now you got to get your mind ready for the Eagles. I don't give a damn what the Eagles did on national TV last night. That don't necessarily mean they going to come to FedEx Field and do it. I don't care how the defense play uh, on, on Sunday. That don't necessarily mean they going to act like that on Sunday. So in the final minutes, in the final wilds I'm telling all my people in this burning Gold Nation, I don't give a damn about them people telling me I can't be there, but I'm there with you in spirit. Y'all better believe. You better believe. You better believe. You better start the uplifting right now. Don't worry about what happened last week, but worry about what's going to happen Sunday. We going to beat the Eagles 24-17. Believe, baby. March with me. I'll love somebody.
1: Appreciate you, Rev. Lots of confidence, as always, there with the great Reverend T. Let's go to back to Mark, who got hit by the 15-minute clock. Real quick. Go ahead, Mark.
4: Hey, I've
7: been um, scouting the Eagles, so this is a layman's perspective, and their running backs always seem to be breaking free. So it seems like another game, whether you're at the stadium or watching on TV, where – where our linebackers are going to have to be doing a lot of dogging, a lot of blitzing. Secondly, uh, picking up on a point from another show, from the Hoffman show, um, he was talking about coaching. I'd like for you to speak to this. Um, If there's one thing I'd like our team to do, it's to coach up speed. Um, If we have a very fast, speedy, quick player to use his speed on every down, use his strength, if he happens to be a little slower, a little less quick, teach him how to work around his speed and his quickness because when I used to play, I used to have to have that problem. Um, other than that, go, Commanders, get the stadium in D.C., and um, I'm not going to talk anymore except uh, listen to your your guys' reaction. All right, Mark, go thanks. Commanders. Real
1: quick, this is this is a real quick deal, okay? You're either fast or you're not, Okay. You can work with the trainer to get faster. He can maybe help you pick up a, uh, a hundredth of a second, maybe even a tenth of a second if you really work hard at it. But either you're fast or you're not. They get the ball to Dotson and McLaurin, Gibson, they're fa- Samuel, they're fastest guys. Defensively right now, they got some dudes that don't run real good. That's part of the problem. And when you're going up against an offense that's got skill people, same thing, it, look, you're seeing it with defenses against Washington's offense. You got defenders that are not quick enough to go with the McLaurins, the Dotsons, the Samuels, the Gibsons right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't make speed. You got to have speed. Now, like I said, you can make a four, six guy, four, five, five with a little bit of work, but you can't, you got to be born four, three or four, two or four, one and change like Daryl Green. You got to be born that way. You got to you you just you can't you're not going to find uh you're not going to find a hey we're going to bring in a speed coach. He's going to make everybody faster. No, that's not how it works. I can teach you technique on how to catch a ball. I can teach you how technique on how to block. I can teach you great technique on how to throw. I can't give you the God-given gift of speed. That's just something that the good Lord controls with just about everybody. 301-230-0980. We'll get to a couple more of you in the next hour. Plus Two points: when to go for them, when not to go for them. We'll talk about that in the eleven o'clock hour, right here on the Team 980, and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four
1: iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month, with eligible trade-in when you switch.